This is Influencing Insider, the weekly webinar that interviews Australia and New Zealand's best journalists about how they like to work with communications professionals. To view our complete library of episodes and register for the live shows, head to influencing.com forward slash insider. Hi and welcome to Insider. I'm Mike Woodcock, your host. Today's guest is Katarina Kroslakova. Katarina's background includes the New York Times, Harper's Bazaar and the AFR. She's also the editor of Winning Magazine. Winning makes a return to newsstands this month after a three-year break and we're excited to hear more about it. Welcome, Katarina. Hey, Mike. Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so I understand that you're, you're also, as well as Winning, you're also still working on the New York Times. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, we um we actually have two separate business divisions at the moment, and now I'm actually trying to streamline them and make them as unified as possible. So the first part of first part of my business is um, just looking after New York Times. So we publish a magazine called Tea Australia, which is a bi-monthly style magazine, and we've been doing that for a year and a half now. And we're looking to expand into other territories and it's really, really exciting. And it's an absolute privilege to be working with a masthead that has got such incredible history and quality control. Um, every deadline is relatively stressful because it's um, the New York Times have to approve every page, every comma, and it's a um, very thorough process, but I learn a lot. I love working with them. The quality is like next level and I'm, I'm truly blessed. So that's one part of my business. The second part of my business is custom publishing um, or bespoke mags for clients who ring up and say, yeah, I want a mag. And that's where things like um, Maserati comes in. So I do the custom magazine for Maserati Australia, New Zealand, which mm. is such a treat. It's not even funny. I'm actually a massive car hoon. And so to do a Maserati magazine, is it's like it's not even a job. Um, and then also winning is that. So we first started winning magazine probably four years ago when I got a really random phone call from John Winning saying, I want you to make me a magazine. And it was just the world's most unconventional brief. And I've actually stayed with Winning as a custom publisher all this time. Even during COVID, when we took a break from Winning magazine, we actually did lots of custom publications for them. We did cookbooks, we did design books, we did guides, we did lots of things that were um, business to consumer. And now Winning Magazine has come back. So we have got a whole suite of products, which I feel now are complementary. And whenever I have meetings with PRs, I like to take all my favourite magazines with me and I say, this is for this one, this is where this one goes, this is where this one goes. Everything kind of has a place. And I'm trying to streamline the business to bring all of my staff across all of the magazines so people mm. can kind of be across everything. And I'm also trying to streamline it so that I can have conversations with writers and with PRs and kind of find the best opportunities and the best fit for everything, depending on what the magazine is, what the frequency is, what the audience is. So we're trying to make it a bit of a um, really complimentary publishing house now that winning is back. You're covering quite a lot of ground there. And um, I'm sure there's folks that will want to ask some questions about uh, different aspects of that. And please ask questions and, and pop them up there in the chat box. We'll, we'll do our best to get to all of them. Um, one straight off the bat, you, you highlighted that you've got fairly tight deadlines on on um, on the New York Times. Could you, could you just elaborate on those deadlines just a little bit? 
Um, yes, I can. So it's a bi-monthly print product, but it's a daily website. So obviously, as every magazine in this day and age, you have to have your digital and your print. So I'll just go to the print side of things for the time being. So six times a year, all of our 2023 issue dates and themes are all set in place, completely available to anyone who would like to have those. I'm happy to email those through as well as our media kit. Um, I tend to be one of those people who does not work months in advance, much to the frustration of my team, but they're kind of used to it by now. I just think, you know what? I mean, I can tell you now, if I have an interview with Billie Eilish, like I have for the next issue, I am going to push that deadline right to the last minute to make sure that I get my interview with Billie Eilish because like, hallelujah, you might see an LP behind me and my LP has got Billie Eilish on my LP. So, yeah, I don't work as far in advance as most long lead mags do but i like it because i find the vibrancy and immediacy of what we do is really essential to magazines otherwise it can be stayed or not important or not relevant or you just i really love reflecting where we are at that particular time when the magazine goes to print um, in a hot pan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically i'll be honest with you my we probably got a print about two and a half weeks before on sale yeah wow. okay <laughs> yeah i bet you're pretty, <clears throat> i bet your uh your layout people love that all good thanks to it um now sam barnes has asked are you preparing yeah. christmas gift uh uh guides for winning magazine for winning magazine so here's the funny thing about winning magazine i don't know whether most of you know john winning but he is a fabulously interesting person who works a lot on generosity of spirit and instinct and emotion. All things which are not good in media. (laughs) (laughs) I tend to be a very organised person. I tend to be quite production schedule driven and I tend to be very, um, I I hope, organised for my staff. Um, even with tight deadlines, it is actually organised chaos. Um, John is the publisher of Winning Magazine and this is all his idea. I'm just trying to bring it to light. And so John said to me the other day when we launched the magazine on Monday, he says, I'm a magazine virgin. And I went, I love that because you know what? He brings something so different and so special to the way he sees a magazine. Like to him, the magazine is fun and enjoyable and a passion, whereas to other people, a magazine is just like revenue or boring or deadlines. Or, you know what I mean? Like he's got a completely yep. different way of looking at the magazine, which I love and I find invigorating. And then I can help him kind of steer him into the necessary directions if need be. So the thing with John and winning magazine is that I never know what's going to happen. So I was um, on Monday at the launch. We had Dylan Olcott, the Australian of the year, the current Australian of the year, um, the tennis and basketball champion. Um, We had him speaking at the event and John and him met for the first time on that night. And I believe John said in front of the entire audience that apparently Dylan was going to be on the next cover. And he says on the stage, he says, I haven't spoken to Katarina about this yet. And I'm sitting in the audience going, oh, dear God, right? So, um, I don't know, Sam. I don't know. I'm going to have to have a chat with John next week. But obviously we will. We will. The point of Winning Magazine is that there are a couple of things that John briefed me about in terms of creating a mag. He said, am I allowed to say a little bit of a swear word? 
Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. uh, yeah, it works. Okay. Okay. He said, I want it to be the cool shit. I want it to be cool shit that me and my friends want to read. Yeah. Like, okay. I've got this. And then he said, I want it to be timeless to the point where there are no dates on the magazine. It's all issue one, issue two, issue three, issue four, issue five. So whenever <coughs> you pick issue two or three, there's no date on it. He said, make right. it relevant, classic, no, no dates. And then he said, make sure that the paper stock is the best you can get for me at this particular current time because I want it to go when yeah. it's on a coffee table. So the this 20 GSM inside. This 700 grams. I weighed it the other day because I'm trying to work out the postage for I subscribe. 700 grams. 700 grams for a magazine. Right? So I'm not sure about a Christmas gift guide, but there are lots of product pages. There's lots yep. of news pages. Yes, um, Kathy, there are lots of travel stories and books. So there are lots of product placements. We do product photo shoots. We do news. We do this is the new light. This is the new food. This is the new wine. This is the new fashion. This is the new watch. There is endless opportunity for product placement in Great. learning making. Yes. Great. Thank you. Um, uh, I did want you to really quickly just talk about that audience a little bit that you're you're, you're trying to serve because I know okay. it's not just John, uh, <laughs> it's 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 a wider audience. And yep. who 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 who's picking up Winnie Magazine? Who's taking it home and reading it? Look, we're getting some early data from iSubscribe this week, and it's a lot younger than we thought it was going to be. And I found the same thing with T Australia. Yep. We launched T Australia nearly two years ago. We did a pre-order iSubscribe deal, and most of the people that pre-subscribed without even seeing the magazine, we spoke about this last year, was people in their 20s and early 30s, which completely took me by surprise because I was assuming I would be talking to 35 plus, but we're actually talking to 25 plus. So I had to kind of try and become cooler in like a day and try and become a little bit more aware of what the cool kids are doing. So a lot younger, I'm finding subscriptions are really popular with the young cool kids, which is great. I mean, it's part of a status symbol, part of awareness, part of safe delivery of magazines, I guess. It's all those kind of factors. But the interesting thing that Dylan said to me on Monday at the launch was, KK, is this a mag about fridges? I said, no, mate. There's not a fridge in sight. So the thing I'm trying to get across to people about Winning Mag, for those of you who haven't seen it, and we're more than welcome to, we're very happy to send out PDFs of the whole mag if you guys want to have a look, is it's actually a lifestyle magazine completely and utterly removed from the appliance business. So it is literally, um, think like Rob Report on crack. So it's like food and wine and fashion and style and products and homewares and objects and interiors and cars and watches and eco and sustainability and charity and disability and famous actors and celebrities and travel and gadgets and technology and home and AI and wellness and corporate, like it's all that in one issue. And there is no fridge stories. There is no oven stories. There is no renovation stories. There is none of that stuff. So we are talking via EDM to the current winning appliances um, database, which is massive, mm -hmm. and the current appliances online database, which is massive. I don't know about you, but I literally was obsessed with appliances online during COVID. I just bought everything. Um, so those databases are like gold for us. These are people who are very loyal to the winning brand, mm -hmm. 
um, very interested in the finer things in life because obviously stuff that's sold at winning is pretty posh um, and who are interested in the world around them. And the thing with winning at the moment is as a business, they are working a lot in trying to create good in their ecosystem. So I was talking to some of the operations guys about, you know how they deliver stuff, but then they take it away. Like if you get a new fridge, they take your yeah. old fridge away. Yeah. yeah. So I was actually having a chat to them about they're now working really hard on recycling all that stuff and where it goes and they're completely traceable. And even before we started issue five, I they busted my chops about finding out where the paper's from, make sure it's not virgin for us. Where's the ink? Is it sustainable? Like every part of what I had to do for the magazine had to be completely in keeping with their standards. So therefore, when looking at stories that go into winning, a lot of it has to have an element of um, just being conscious of the world and just being conscious and, and I don't know, I guess just being considered about what's happening. So if I'm sending you a pitch, I'm not sending you um, his new fridge. Can you reveal it, please? It's more um, what's in the fridge, who's coming over for dinner, um, where we're we going to afterwards. It, it's the life that the style that the lifestyle embraces. Yeah. Um, just just to narrow that focus around for a little in a little bit further. What makes a good pitch for you and for I suppose winning and for T? I at the moment like brevity. I'll be honest with you. Yep. Um, I don't mind images and attachments. I think they're kind of cool to provide context. I like a short pitch because now that we have a lovely wide portfolio of products that we do, I can often go that goes there, that goes there, that can do that, that can do that. So I guess awareness of timelines and the fact that we're a long lead mag is good. But like I said, both Winning Magazine and T Magazine have websites so we can turn things around quite quickly. You know what? I'm actually not that um, particular about first runs and exclusives anymore. If I need to get an exclusive with Billy, I will get that anyway. I'll get that because I'll hustle. Yeah, um, sure. I think there used to be a time pre-COVID when magazine editors used to fight and bicker and make sure I'm the first run. Know that. And you know what? I, I hope I've become much more generous than that. I don't need a first run about stuff anymore. If I need one, I'll get one on my own. Like we had the fabulous Kylie Minogue interview that a girlfriend of mine, Sally Burley, organised for us for the launch issue of T. That was phenomenal and that was just through my relationship with her. So it was, um, it's more about finding something that suits. So T is much more entrepreneurial and T is much more about stories and challenges and journeys and success and finding people who don't take no for an answer. Winning is more about consciousness and lifestyle and about what does luxury the new luxury what does that mean you know time relationships or you know what i mean like it's just yeah. um and we're very i said this to you last time we're very very happy to send pdfs and send media kits and you know let you have a look at the magazine without having to go to the newsstand the whole point is that we want people to be educated and happy that they're pitching the right way so yeah. you'll never get a no if you ask for a pdf it's always going to be a yes That's um that's perfect. And we might actually, um, at the end of this, if you don't mind, just share sharing it with us and then we'll share it out with, with yeah. the audience that are watching today. That's yeah. sort of yes. pushes it to them. Erin's um, asked a question on profile pieces, um, on interesting people who are passionate about sustainable solutions. 
given what you've just said, would that be more appropriate in um, T Magazine? It will be appropriate for both. So T Magazine has got very set themes for the year and those themes are available, happy to send those through. So, for example, the December issue that we're working on now is called The Greats. So that has to be the big celebrity profiles, like the meaty, chunky people of the world that, like, poof, have the gravitas. My next one after that is called Journeys, and that's probably more about what Erin's talking about. So it's more about the people who've gone on a journey and who have created something out of nothing or who forged their own path or who are disruptors, that kind of thing. Um, Winning Magazine, people who are passionate about sustainable solutions is almost 100% fit all the time because that is the backbone of what the magazine and the business and John stand for. But okay. then if you look at something like Maserati, probably not so much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. it, just, <laughs> it just depends on what the magazine is. I understand. Mm. Um, so uh, just to narrow it down even further, um, are you the best point of contact for all pitches or is there an extra layer that we need to be addressing as well or, or just bring it straight through to you? There is a – so for T, there is an email uh, address called <laughs> – Sorry, it's a bit bogan. G'day, G-D-A-Y, g'day at tastralia.com.au. And the team has access to that. So we basically pick and choose what we want. So g'day at tastralia is best. I get that, but then everybody else gets that as well. So um, that's a really, re yeah, thanks, Mike. Good. Um, so that's a very um, quick and efficient way of getting to us. Um, it gets disseminated to whoever needs to see it. For Winning Magazine, we are just setting up an email address. I am at the moment using my email address, which is kk at primaryideas.com.au. But I will get a Winning Magazine property set up. Also, um, I've got a phenomenal, phenomenal digital content director for both magazines currently called Victoria Pearson. And Victoria used to be the content director at Rush. So I have... Okay oh, my God, just mind blown how lucky I am to have her. And she is on your DMs. So she is DMing both of those accounts. So I think it's winning underscore mag and I think it's T Magazine AU. Um, both of those are checked regularly by Tor and she is phenomenal and punctual and amazing. So please feel free to DM as well. Those things are checked constantly. Okay, okay. Get those through. Um, and would she be better in the first instance for the digital properties of yeah. those magazines? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, thank you for that. Um, now, I do like to ask, um, because I'm, I'm aware that we've gone uh, five minutes over over the time you set aside already, and thank you so much for, for, for generously sharing your time like that. Um, but I do need to know, if there's something that you've worked on that you're especially proud of or, or a piece or a story that you're – you're very pleased to put your name to? Um, unfortunately, my writing days are on hold at the moment because I have so much of my time taken over by editing and publishing. However, a dream come true was interviewing Kylie Minogue and finding her to be... First of all, I was told by the agent that it was going to be audio only. And I'm going to be honest, I just got out of the shower. I was wearing my glasses. I had my hair back, no makeup. I literally looked like dog's breakfast. And this vision comes at me and I'm like, oh, 
just meeting my idol here. Like I literally copied her K. I put this in my editor's letter. So when she signs Kylie, I copied her K to sign Katarina. So I basically like, you know what I mean? She's like the, the K. So she comes looking chic and stylish and done and blow dried and beautiful. I was just like, ah, oh, great. Thanks agent. Great work. Um, yeah, no, no. But she was, you know what? She, she was super open and we went completely over time with the interview and she like she was saying to me I've got voices in my head and I've got this and that. like she was like really open I mean not not mental health but she was quite complex and quite um yep. you know she had the same struggles we had and she had the same challenges and same insecurities and that was probably um one of my most surprising and um like heartwarming interviews of of, of my whole life so the Kylie story definitely stands out as a highlight for me great thank you thank you for sharing that um I think we have to leave it there, but I do want to ask one more question, if, if that's all right. Sure. Um, and, and that would be, for, for everyone that's watching, what would be the one thing that you would hope everyone would take away from engaging with T and engaging with winning from this? Um, I would, I think I might have said this last time, um, I will eventually get to emails, but it not, might not be like on the day the email traffic for us everybody in the team is insane especially now that we're picking up actually as a result of the winning launch we've got <laughs> inquiries for two new custom magazines one of which we're probably going to take on so the workload is increasing and the email traffic is increasing so everything does get read sometimes it just gets filed but it all gets read and noticed and i just beg for your forgiveness and for your patience if i don't get back to you straight away or if i don't get back to you for like three months i will eventually get back to you or i will definitely read it or i'll find it i'll file it where it needs to be filed and then i'll retrieve it in like three months time if the issue is relevant to your pitch so it is just that it's like where i don't mean to be deliberately dismissive or rude i really don't nobody on the team does it is just it's an influx um, so it does, please, um, we do give everything the time of day and we do read and we do take note. It, we do, I promise you, we do. It's just the um, the time constraints at the moment. Everybody knows we're in school holidays, which is, I don't even know how my children are this quiet, by the way. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, the, you know, it's just life. So, yeah, please, please do keep sending. Don't be discouraged if I don't answer back. Please do keep sending me things. And I look forward to working with you guys on winning and other properties that we take on. That's great. Thank you. Um, and please do send through those uh, PDFs so that we can get them out to the audience. And that's yeah. that's hopefully going to skip things forward for everyone just a little bit a little bit further. Um, Katarina, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for joining. I really appreciate it. I'm actually super grateful that you guys join and listen and we can kind of work together better. It's um, I really um, don't take these opportunities for granted at all. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye now. Thanks for joining us on Insider today. That was Katarina across the COVID from winning. As always, you'll receive an email with a link to the online replay shortly, and then we'll follow that up with an email with those PDFs she was talking about. We'll be back next week speaking with Samantha Howard at Australia's first Web3 focused news site, The Chainsaw. I hope to see you there. Bye for now.